At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. America remembers as we say hi and good morning on a Saturday. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Of course, Michael Lombardi there in Jersey and the 20th anniversary since the attacks on America. The infamous events, Michael Lombardi, indelibly live on in our minds and our hearts. And it's weird as we will kind of transition into talking about college football. But the most important thing in front of everybody's minds today, of course, 20 years since the attacks on America. Yeah, 20, 20 years that have seemed to have flown by, Patrick. And that day we will all remember where we were, where we stood when we saw the horrific actions and we saw the towers come down. And so, you know, I don't know if there's enough words to really express the sorrow to the people. You know, I know that that year in the NFL, going to games and meeting families on the sidelines uh, of the lost ones was really an emotional time. I mean, even uh, you could feel the connection and you know, it was one of those years where it was surreal. We took the week off afterwards, which we should have done. And then after that, it was just still going to linger forever in our minds. Driving in, I'm like, I can't think of any words to commemorate, you know, the bravery no. and the strength and what people went through. It's, it's when we and it almost came crystallized, Michael, you just said it when the NFL shut down. I remember it was like, what's going to happen? Are we going to? And of course, everything just came to a halt as it should have. It should have, you know, and I can remember standing in, in an office when I saw it and I thought that my first reaction was we can't play football. You know, there's no way. I mean, this is this is this is something that that is too powerful and football can't get in the way of it. And so we we did the right thing and we took a weekend off and we extended the season and and then we mourned those who we lost and we learned more about what actually happened. And that day, you know, was just so horrific. I mean, if you exited the building one way, the wrong way, you lost your life. And so that's how precious our life is. And it's a reminder for us to enjoy ourselves each day, but also to remember those we lost. Yeah. And Jeff's here. Matt's here. Steph is here. Relationships are what's important. I think that's what we kind of remember today as we get you started here on the Lombardi line. Uh, do our best to kind of transition here into some college football. But again, uh, indelibly, those memories live on in our minds. Michael Lombardi is hanging out at his palace, a.k.a. Yes. the Borgata. How you doing this morning? 
I am doing great, Patrick. It's fun to be here. I think you could feel the life and the energy in this building today. Obviously, it's a, there's a somber tone to it, but also there is, a, you know, we all have to remember in our own way. And I think that's really a powerful, you know, when you walk on the boardwalk in Ocean City, it's, it's kind of fun to do each little bench. They sell benches on the boardwalk and the boardwalk's two and a half miles and they have benches from St. James Place, where is where the boardwalk begins up to 23rd Street, where the boardwalk ends. And there are a lot of plaques for those we lost at 9-11. And people have dedicated those benches to the memory of, of what actually happened on that day. And it's, it's kind of a, a constant reminder when you take a leisurely walk on the boardwalk or you go up for a bike ride, you're constantly reminded of this day. And we shall never forget this day. And I think that's really a, something that, that lives on in all of us. Also a reminder, 20 years if you don't think time flies, and if you don't think, you know, wow. this is precious, what we're doing right now, I mean, 20 years, that's insane. It really is, Patrick. We were talking about it last night. You know, we had a we had a little get-together outside of the house, and we were all sitting around the fire pit enjoying it. And, you know, we all said, can you believe this is 20 years? I mean, mm. and we all remembered where we all stood, you know, where we were that day. You know, and, and, and I was in California. Berman was in New York, was, was supposed to go to New York, and he didn't go. And then people all told different stories. Some I didn't hear about how they ex evacuated most of lower Manhattan on boats, you know, which you didn't hear. There's so much of this that, you know, we got caught up in, you know, the, the moment. And uh, it's really, it's really a, a way, I mean, you remember but it's something that you will never forget, and it's on in all of our minds. I mean, I wasn't around for the Kennedy assassination. I was too young, but I'll know exactly where I stood at 9-11 until the day I die. Well put, Michael Lombardi. So as we transition, remember today, the, the whole entire network, we recognize those men and women that sacrificed 20 years ago, and we'll do our best to, to, to lighten it up today. Uh, but again, everything at the forefront of our minds, uh, the infamous events from 20 years ago. Uh, and I didn't realize you were hanging out with the fire king, Bill Berman, last night at the fire pit. Yes. I'm sure he was and he handled the it, And he handled it very well. Yes, he handled it very well. You know, the, the brilliant fire, everybody was warm. It was lovely. You know, I, I think what people forget about the great state of New Jersey is that it is it, the September, the month of September is magnificent. October as well, where we have really cool evenings and warm days, and it's the perfect time for a fire, and, you know, we were able to enjoy it. And, and of course, pizza and porchetta. How can yes. you go wrong with that, Patrick? I mean, seriously. Homemade pizza. My man Pat's mm. making pizza. Millie's making the porchetta with Bernadette. I mean, it was a good day. And it some, was a good day. And some bourbon. And a nice little. T a little bit of bourbon. A little, little, little bit of bourbon, but but a lot of Italian wine. I had to do. I, you know, like I'm embarrassed by my recyclables this week. I'm, I'm gonna have. We're gonna change. <laughs> I'm embarrassed by my recyclables. No, no, I really am. Don't be embarrassed. Those are called COVID recyclables. My neighbors. <laughs> my neighbors. I've watched my neighbors to open up their recyclables and take the wine bottles and push them to the bottom of the because we're, we're all living it man we're all just going yeah, we through all, it. We are. i don't know how much longer we can continue to blame COVID for all our sins but we will keep doing this <laughs> hand to god yeah I, i've done the same um okay well uh well good good stuff to just start uh as we as we move along over 120 games today you know i was thinking as well this morning where it's not necessarily a slate of games that if you're not a better or you're not a big-time college football fan, you're going to go nuts over. The headliner to me, Oregon, Ohio State, which starts early, your time, noon, my time, 9 a.m., Michael. Uh, you know, you've got Iowa, Iowa State, and Ames. What that says to me as a better is we're looking for look-ahead spots. You yeah. said it, you said it, and, and Boise State, good job by you, covered last night, but you said it, they were in a look-ahead spot. We're going to explain what look-ahead means today as we run through uh, today's slate in college football as well, Michael. You know, I, I think if you're Oregon, you know, obviously that you, you uh, you know, I mean, you're really getting disrespected. I mean, this Oregon team has really got some talented players on it. And you can say a lot of things about Mario Cristobal as a coach. And I probably will echo some of those statements about his game day management, his philosophy. But he's walking into Columbus. He's walking into the horseshoe as a two touchdown dog. I mean, if Phil Knight is not. Uh, you know, he doesn't. He didn't build this program to be a two-touchdown dog on the road in, in Columbus. I can tell you that right now. You know, and. 
And I think that when you look at the, the opening weekend, both teams didn't cover respectively. And I think that this is one of these moments where we're going to find out maybe the Pac-12 is a little better than we think. I, I'm leaning towards Oregon. I don't want to jump ahead of this, but to me, this seems like, uh, you know, I think Oregon's getting a little disrespected. And I think that Ohio State didn't play great. Did not play great last week. We were fortunate to win. And had they had a better quarterback at Minnesota, I think Ohio State was in for a tough time. Well, if you like Oregon, you're going to love the hook you're getting now off the 14 because it's up to 14 and a half. Now, the big-time question is potentially the number one overall pick, Kayvon Thibodeau. What's fascinating, if you think about it, he's day-to-day. We don't know if he's going to play today, the edge for Oregon. If I told you in 2021 at the Horseshoe, the best player on the field would be a duck, You'd say I'm crazy, but he definitely is if he if he ends up playing today. And that's going to be important to set the edge. No doubt. And Rush, I mean, last week, Oregon was horrible on third down. You know, they couldn't get off the field on third down. And, and he's got to make a difference in that area if he can. He has a high ankle. And, you know, sometimes those things, I don't know if it's actually a high ankle, but he's got something with his ankle. Can he pivot? Can he change direction? And can he impact the passing game of of, of C.J. Stroud and the Ohio State Buckeyes offense. So we shall see. I, I mean, I think this is a little bit of a disrespect. But look, the Buckeyes, they got their groove in the second half. You know, they got Chris they got Chris Oliver going, you know, in the, in the passing game. And they got the Williams, the running back going. But Oregon's got some really good players. I mean, they are always in the top five in recruiting. This is not a team void of talent, Patrick. It, it is not. And... You know, they beat Fresno 31-24. They were up 14-0 in that game. Let's just back up. Fresno State's a very good football team. They could win their conference. I mean, I think that's right. I think people are just disrespecting Fresno State. I think this line is actually a disrespect to Fresno State. Really, I think it is. Because, like, it was like the Boise State number yesterday. I, I thought that was completely disrespectful to Boise State. Yeah, they lost to Central Florida, but Central Florida's a good team. I mean, Central Florida has good players. They came back. They got in front of them. I thought it was really a disrespect towards this number's really, you know, it was disrespectful. And you knew Boise State was just too good, you know, to not cover that game. It just didn't make any sense. Here would be my concern if you're an Oregon backer, and it sounds like you are. We'll get to your pick here in a little bit. Fresno State's Jordan Mims averaged 11.8 yards per carry on the ground. Here comes Ohio State with Williams and Teague and Henderson. They... This is a step up from Fresno State, to be fair. To be fair, it is. And that's the concern you have. But, you know, also, I mean, Ohio State, they were not dominant on defense, too. They no, looked they a weren't. little leaky on defense. I mean, you know, uh, they were. And if Morgan had any ability to make more throws, I think he could have thrown the ball. They lose the running back to the Achilles, uh, you know, in the third quarter, which he was, you know, he was running the ball effectively in that game. So, you know, I mean, I look, Oregon is – Oregon has talent. There's no disputing that. And they're going to be able to move the football. This could be a little higher scoring. You know, Anthony Brown has got to play well in the game. There's no doubt about that. You know, I'm going to have to keep track of this, just like Michael Lombardi's bottom 10 when we head to the basement. I'm going to have to keep track of, is it Tanner Morgan or Levi Lewis that you're most down on this year at quarterback? Don't answer yet. Levi (laughs) Lewis. I I don't trust you. He's too inaccurate for Michael. Uh, BetMGM, Michael Lombardi. Download the app right now. Download it today. Get in the action with the king of sportsbooks. Whatever your sport, whatever your style, you're going to love it. BetMGM, state-of-the-art technology is up. It's ready to go. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Got a gambling problem? One. 522-4700 with Michael Lombardi and I return. I've got a theme for the day. It's not just look-aheads. Michael said it. He teased it. Big day for the Pac-12. We'll discuss coming back Saturday here at Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so Michael Lombardi's out at the Borgata pouring over his daily racing form. And when he does, he can just go to vcin.com slash horses. Check out Jeff Siegel's picks. In race seven, he likes the two-horse Princess Grace at a two-to-one. Uh, Kentucky Downs, of course, this is Jeff Siegel. Race 10, he has number five, Miss Amulet on top at a nice morning price of 15 to 1. Wow. Okay, so you can bet these races and more using First Bet, the preferred horse betting app of VSIN. Right now, First Bet has a special offer. New customers, you get up to $10 free, up to $1,000 for every 1,000 wagers. Just go and use the code VSIN. Dot com slash horses. When you get to Express Bet, use Vegas 1000. We welcome you back here on a Saturday as uh, Patrick. Yes, hey, Patrick. Oh, does, please. Does, that app, does that app have like where we could check the hay the horses are eating? Let does me it just, have like a hay? See. see if that, I think that would be a good idea. Oh, I'll just like, take out my have, first bet app here. Oh, yeah, yeah it says, right, oh, oh, you just click at the top. It says good hay, bad hay. Yes. Good. There you go. Yes. Got to know what kind of hay we're eating. I mean, why not, right? Uh, maybe, I mean, you come up with a lot of Lombardiisms. The bad hay in in real time when you said it, I, I kind of just lost all concept of being able to compose thoughts because it was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Now, as we welcome you back yes. to America Remembers, of course, today, but as we do, you know, you said something that piqued my interest. This is a huge day for the Pac-12. I mean, a big day. Oh, yeah. Oregon at the horseshoe. Uh, Colorado's hosting Texas A&M, and that's uh, fifth-ranked uh, Aggies. Um, if you take a look, Washington's headed to the big house. Like, USC has a big matchup today. BYU and Utah, the Holy War. This is a big day. Arizona's playing San Diego State, you know? Yep. And there's, you know, and so Arizona, who looked like they played fairly well against BYU, now goes against, hosts a home game against San Diego State. And so there's a lot of, we're going to learn a little bit more about the Pac-12. And, uh, you know, I, that game in the big sh- in the, in the, in, in, uh, the big house, you know, that's going to be fascinating one to watch as well. Washington coming off a horrendous performance against Montana State. Got to go back there, find some kind of offense against Jim Harbaugh's team, which seems like they found the quarterback they found an offense even though now they've lost their best wide receiver mm-hmm. so you know there's a lot of there's a lot of things at play here that'll give us a little bit more clues where the Pac-12 is going to line up overall in the conference in terms of the power rankings of all these teams so do you Washington Michigan you mentioned the loss to the FCF school shout to Brent Musburger in Montana do, yeah. you, do you I bet you think Brent had a toast for that you think Brent had a cocktail to celebrate that well I have a feeling he probably well, I did, think he might have think? last night at bears and bets or beers yeah. and bets how do you say it I saw the I saw the picture of it, it looks fabulous I mean Stephanie it looked like went. they were having some fun did she that's awesome well, yeah, I could great. ask her about it but she won't talk to us um yeah. So do you think five, so open five and a half at the big house, Washington in town. Oftentimes this is an opportunity. You heard Wes Reynolds who's, who's on was Washington today. It's an opportunity to buy low. What does that mean? The perception of a team starts to sink and maybe they're undervalued Washington. This has been bet up to Michigan lane six and a half. 
Yeah, and look, I think anytime you can get as it goes the other way, I'm going to go back the other way. I'm going to take Washington in the sixth because, I mean, it's a little bit like Boise. That Boise line was coming down, right? Mm-hmm. That Boise line was coming right. screaming down, and, and, and you end up that wasn't even a close cover. So I think sometimes, you know, we get affected by this line movement. You know, there's a game where a team opens up, like, okay, last week, Syracuse going to the great Ohio University down there in Athens, Ohio. They opened up as a two-point favorite. They were, before long, they were a two-point dog, and they destroyed Ohio. Like, like, the book made a number for a reason. Let's not lose sight of that. Tampa Bay, opening weekend. All right? I mean, that number's six and a half all summer long. Dak Prescott has a bad shoulder. All of a sudden, the number goes to seven, seven and a half. I mean, I kept saying it's got to go the other way. Completely wrong. Completely wrong. It went the other way to nine. And it ends up closing as a, as a two-point win by Tampa. I mean, like, see, I, I think sometimes this line shift confuses us as betters, and it, you kind of have an instinct, a bias to want to go with that and be part of it. It's like, you know, it's the velvet rope theory. You know, I want to get in behind the velvet rope. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Maybe you want to stay outside of it and go the other way. No, I want to go to the club with you, and if I'm going to the club with you, we're getting past the velvet rope. I can tell you that right now. I mean, well, I mean, you know. I, you know, look, you know, you're gonna, there's gonna, it'll be, you know, we'll have to follow the lead of Berman to see what we're going. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Hey, so uh, you mentioned 22 and a half favorite. They lost to Montana in FCF school at home, Washington. It, here's the thing: it, a low-scoring game. Michigan's defense, Don Brown's a tremendous coordinator. You know this. He's moved on. And all of a sudden, Michigan's defense against a good Bronco team looked really good last week. Here's what I'm pointing to the under here. And the betters agree with me. Open 51, it's down to 48. The under is 9-1 and one Washington's last 10 games as a road dog. But just specifically, this, this feels like Michigan's rush attack has been getting going. This feels to me like an under. And the betters agree is it open 51 down to 48. You know, I think I think the Bryce Nunley injury last week at Western Michigan really helped Michigan's defense, right? I think we, Western Michigan's a good team. We yes. know this. I mean, they got they got humiliated. They got beat. Okay, they're they're you know they're from the MAC and they didn't play well, but they lost their best receiver early in that game. I think that affected them. I'm not taking anything away from Michigan whatsoever. I think Michigan proved that they can play. You know, Don Brown's a little bit like he's now in Arizona. Don Brown is a if he's the, it, to compare him as an analogy, he's like the baseball pitcher who just throws fastballs. Don Brown tends to run zero blitz coverage, and it cost him. It cost him against the BYU. BYU threw a 90-yard, 80-yard touchdown right. pass over the top of his defense. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's risk-reward. And what, what I think Michigan has now done is balance that. I like teams that are 33% man, 33% zone, and 33% man zone. So that there's a little bit, you just can't get it, you can't get predictable in terms of what they're going to do. I think this is where the NFL is so different than college, is they're able to, va- to vastly change the way they play defense from, from game to game. And I think that. But look, you know, Dylan Morris, the quarterback for Washington, I mean, he's got to play better. He I mean, does. He's a redshirt sophomore. He's got to play better. I mean, they've got to get production from their running. I mean, this is a good team. Look, they've got a senior at left tackle. They've got a senior at right guard. They have a senior at right tackle. I mean, this is an experienced offensive team with a good offensive line and talented players. And you're going to get points on the road. I, I, I'm like Wes Reynolds. I, I'm leaning towards taking them. I think they got humiliated, and I love teams who get humiliated that have talent. And you pointed out the strength of the offensive line there at Washington. I'm looking, again, i got to focus on the under here. Jimmy Lake was the team's defensive coordinator for years. Chris Peterson, of course, they were 39th in scoring defense last year, Washington. And in Michigan's not exactly past happy. Cade McNamara played well, but he's not going to be slinging it. He's not going to throw the ball 35 times. That This to me figures to be a low scoring game. I, I, I like the under. I, I do. Don't, I don't love it at 48 as I could have got at 51 earlier this week, but you know where I'm going with that. Right, but I think you're, that's a great point, Patrick. I think sometimes you chase the number the wrong way. And I think. Yep, we lost Michael. Hey, here's the bottom line. Sometimes I blow him away with my analysis on totals, 
And that's exactly what happened right there. As we just, there it is. There it is. Uh, there, I, there can, it is. I can. Hear I mean, you. I admit it. I admit it. I saw it. I, it's it's pretty clear to everybody. <laughs> Sorry, you cut out for a second, but we got the big guy back there at the Borgata. This is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Hey, by the way, we're going to the swamp next. We're going to have our guy on Carl Johnson, who I'm looking forward oh, to talking. It, it, am I correct in calling it the swamp? That area of the country, Biloxi, no, Mississippi. I, I, no, I don't think it is. I, I think the swamp is when you get into Louisiana, like Baton Rouge. And you get over there, you know. Well, well done that's more, with your French. We, oui, we. Oui. Yeah, you know, I gotta put put a little bit of spin on it. You know, I had a couple beignets. I had a couple beignets today. You know, this morning tell. to start today. Trust me, we can all tell. <laughs> hey, hey, one thing that is slept on for such a small, yeah. you know, New Orleans. If you think about the NBA, it's but it's just such a small town. You don't think of it as a small town because it has this larger than life, you know, right. Mardi Gras and all that. The recruiting base and the talent down in Louisiana, as you know, is insane. Right. It's remarkable. And that's why Louisiana in Lafayette, Billy Napier's team is so good yep. and has so many good players because he's just taken the seconds and the thirds that and they're raw. It's a lot of raw talent, underdeveloped talent that once you get them into the program, all of a sudden they excel. Some of these states have really good athletes, but they're not really at that point. They're three stars or two stars, but all of a sudden you get them and they become four stars. And I think that's why Napier's done such a good job at Lafayette. And I think that this is why, you know, LSU is going to take the cream of the crop. There's no doubt about that. But there's still a lot of talent in that state. The uh, So huge day for the Pac-12. And we'll get Carl on here in a minute. Um, but UNLV, Arizona State. Arizona State's 23rd. Pac-12's got some teams ranked now. I, I'm, USC. Arizona State is good. Arizona, Arizona State, State is, is very good. Jaden Daniels is good. I mean, they've got a good quarterback. They've got skilled players. I mean, they've done a great job of recruiting. And this is their moment. This is Arizona State's moment. I mean, Arizona State thinks they can be in the they can be in the conference final. They think they can really dominate. And look, I don't think look UNLV. I don't want to give this away. They're in my bottom. They're in my bottom. Yeah. I'm taking Arizona State and laying the 33. I don't think that, I think this will be a 45 point win. <laughs> that is, that's quite a price, but I don't think I disagree with you. I'm taking a look. I'm peeking ahead myself. Michael's base. I mean, even, even Eagle fans would take the, would lay the 33 here. I mean, you know, they, they don't no, need the Eagles points. fans would take the plus 6,000 with UNLV <laughs> if they were the Eagles. On the money line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why not? Let's why, take them on the money line. Why wouldn't you? Carl Johnson next here, Lombardi line. Season kicked off. Still time to get the NFL betting guide. It's out now. Profiles on every team. Visa expert picks. Season win totals. Division finishes. Again, it, it's never too late to grab the guide. It's only $19.99. Keep it with you throughout the season. Trust me, we did the work for you. VSIN.com slash subscribe. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Michael Lombardi hanging out there, of course, at the Borgata, as he will probably through March. I'm Patrick yeah. Maher. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, we're excited about that. We love it when the big guy gets out at the Borgata. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Let's head to Biloxi, Mississippi, the Beau Rivage. Our guy, Carl Johnson, who's going to be, I mean, we're just thrilled to have Carl with us from the Beau Rivage all year. He runs the book at the Beau Rivage, and as we say, good morning, Carl. What's the word there? Who are, give me give me a couple games people at the Beau Rivage are buzzing about right now. Hey, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, so it's good to be here again. Yeah, so look, uh, you know, the, the, the schedule this weekend, guys, it's kind of like a camp weekend. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, the SEC, there's only one head-to-head -head matchup in the SEC, but they're still following those SEC teams. You know, I like uh, I like the Oregon uh, Ohio State matchup a little bit. Um, you know, and I like uh, uh, Texas A&M Colorado. Carl, uh, uh, Oregon Ohio State is the highest bet game we have on the boards that we're looking at. Is and there seems to be a lot of movement towards uh, Ohio State. Uh, Oregon was getting 14 to open. Now it's up to 15. Where do you have it at the Beau Rivage? Yeah, as of just a few minutes ago, we was at 14 and a half, but they are betting it. Uh, we're at 64 and a half on a total, so they're betting us over a little bit too. Then that that may be moved. That number may be moving here shortly, also. So yeah, uh, we're getting good action on that game. 
Do you have a lean on that one, Carl? If I were to pin you down, I know you're behind the book, but do you have a lean on Ohio State lane 14 and a hook? Yeah, you know, um, um, I, I kind of like Oregon a little bit in this game. Uh, and uh, I guess more than anything, I like the over in this game. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm, uh, uh, I, I don't uh, follow these, ga- these teams as closely as I do the SEC. But, uh, yeah, I, I like the 14 and a half, 15 points here. What about the Texas-Colorado game? I know you're all, Texas A&M-Colorado. I know you're a Southeast Conference enthusiast. I mean, you know, Jimbo seems to have a team that maybe is the best team he's had since he's been there going into Colorado, which did not look very good in the opening game. What's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I'm, I, I love Texas A&M. Uh, we're at, uh, right now we're at 17 and 50 and a half. Uh, you know, J- Jimbo's going to get over the hump one of these days. I mean, he just had trouble winning those big games late in the year. But, uh, yeah, I-, I like his team this year, and I think they're going to roll, and I like the over a little bit also. Hey, Carl. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah, I do, too. Bo, Bo Ravage, Carl Johnson, bookmaker there, of course, with us all season here on the Lombardi line. What did you take from the Georgia win, sticking in the SEC, beat Clemson, huge win, they're in the SEC East. They could end up in Atlanta, as you know, taking on Alabama in the SEC uh, Conference Championship game. But what did you take from that game? Well, look, I, I like Georgia. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on Georgia all year long. I think they're the best team in college football. Um, you know, defensively, you know, I heard I, I was watching uh, some of the shows this morning, and I, I heard one of the guys say, you know, Georgia could probably punt on first and ten up until the Auburn game, the rest of the season, <laughs> they probably win. So, look, those guys are so good defensively. Um, yeah, I like them. I, I mean, they're, they're my team this year. Uh, I mean, can you imagine Patrick Will Hill's uh, attitude towards oh. a first and ten punt? Oh, he, my God. We'd never hear from him again. He, he'd be I know. catatonic. Hey, Carl, real quick, Missouri, Missouri, the only SEC battle is Missouri-Kentucky. Missouri's on the road. I like Missouri today. You know, Kentucky opened up the season with the win. Missouri struggled to win their first game but came back to kind of close it out. I think Dinkowitz is a really good coach on the road in Lexington. I like Missouri. What are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, that line hadn't moved a whole lot here. We're still at five and a half and 50. Uh, uh, well, I think that that total went to 57 now. So yeah, it's the, the overs jumped quite a bit. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just I have a feeling that Kentucky's going to roll today. Um, but but who knows? I mean, Missouri, uh, like you said, uh, uh, you know, there this is going to be a tough game. This, this could be a real close game, and uh, uh, you could be right. I, I don't know. You know, the book- I, I think a lot of this, Patrick, is yeah. Missouri didn't dominate a MAC team last week, and so it's reflective in totally. this line. And I think sometimes as betters, we have to look at the last week's game, how it affects this game, and I think there's a little bit of a margin. I mean, what Carl said is true. There's not a lot of money coming in on Missouri, but the line hasn't moved at all. I mean, it has not moved. It stayed pretty stagnant in this game. You know, it's a little bit like this other game. I, like, I don't understand how Texas is only a touchdown favorite over Arkansas. I watched Arkansas play Rice last week. They struggled. And they, they, they closed it out in the fourth quarter, but it wasn't pretty. Their quarterback didn't play great. Their defense gave up 305 yards to Rice. Uh, how is Texas not at least a double-digit favorite in this game? Yeah, I, I don't know that either. I, to, to be perfectly honest with you, I, I have no idea. I mean, they, they really should be, um, you know, and, and the, the weird thing about it is – this number hadn't, you know, I would think this number would have jumped. Uh, it, it hadn't jumped a whole lot here. I mean, we, I think we opened it at like six and a half and uh, 57, and I think we're at uh, seven and 56 and a half now. So it, this is a strange one. You know, Michael just said something, and Carl Johnson joining us here on the Lombardi line, of course, Bo Rivage down in Biloxi. Michael was talking about reacting to last week, Carl. Uh, how about Go Tigers, LSU? Oh. Lick it, lick it, licking their wounds all the way back to Baton Rouge. Sis, sis, sissy blue, Carl. Yes, yeah, sissy, sissy blue, Carl. McNeese State in town. It's a big number, 39, 39 and a half. Yeah, um, you know, I look, what happened last weekend, uh, you know, you, uh, last week's show, I, I told you I would rather LSU had played a game under their belt. Uh, you know, that middle of the field, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm like 240 pounds and I could have ran up the middle of the field, I believe. Uh, 
defensively, they just, uh, you know, they just didn't have it. They didn't have the energy. They had a lot of missed uh, uh, assignments, a lot of missed tackles. Uh, you know, and one thing about it, too, a lot of people may not realize, but uh, Orgeron is playing against his son tonight. His son's a quarterback at McNeese. Oh, I, I, you know Good what? Point. You know what? That's a great point, Carl. I'd take McNeese in the 39 here. There's no way he's going to run I, it up on him. I, I guarantee you he won't be a, a multiple sack. You know, he won't have two or three guys laying on him at the same time. No, I think he'll put his twos and threes in there and say, you know, let's get a good scrimmage going here today. Let's do that. I mean, give the vets off. You know, yeah, that's a great, great nugget right there. That really great is. Great one. That really Very is. Possible. I don't know how many times this has ever happened, but it hadn't happened a whole lot where the head coach of a major college is playing against his son. <laughs> Hey. I could honestly tell you, based on my family, my wife would be calling the defenses. <laughs> I mean, there's no way yeah. she would no. let me hurt my hurt her baby. There's no way she Mill, would let me hurt no. her baby. Mill, Millie would be calling <laughs> off the dogs. Trust me. <laughs> She'd be calling the defense. She'd be in the box. She'd be there. <laughs> <Yeah. you know. laughs> Millie Belichick all of a sudden with the headset exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Carl. Before, what's that? <laughs> I said, play the yeah, under. Yeah, play the like under. It. Yeah, the under's a good one, too, Carl. I like it. Before we say goodbye, Michael asked you about the dishes done at the Beau Ravage. I, I want to just say, ask you this. I'm hanging out with Carl Johnson, and we're getting a cocktail. What is Carl Johnson ordering? Oh, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a gin guy. You know? Of course you are, yeah. Carl. I, yeah, I love, I love my gin. Uh, also, uh, uh, I like a little uh, cold beer. Shocking. What is your beer of choice down in the Beau Rivage? What is the beer of choice? You, you're, there's no chance you're a, you're a craft beer guy. There's just no, no chance of that. No, no, no. no, no you know, well, well, one thing here at, at the Beau, they don't let me drink while I'm working, unfortunately. Uh, of course they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm out and about and I'm visiting some of these other places. I'm a Samuel Adams uh, 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 lager type of guy. Yeah. There you go. Nice. I yeah. love it, Carl. You're yeah, a shout, shout You're to John best. Adams. Uh, yeah, there's no way he's drinking an IPA. That's Carl Johnson, no. all right? Let's get, get away from the slick stuff. Carl, enjoy the day at the Beau Ravage. We'll talk to you next week. Great to talk you to you. You are the best, Carl. Thank you. All right, guys. Y'all have a good weekend. <laughs> you too, buddy. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> nobody called it better than Michael Lombard. When you said he ain't a craft beer guy, I was like, that's the lock of the century. Oh, yeah, there's no, no chance. Johnson. There's no chance. He'll have, oh, I'll have the Cape May lager over here. No chance of that. Yeah, can, I mean, I look at those, I look at those craft <laughs> beer menus and I'm like, Jesus, God, I need a goddamn degree in microbiotics. I mean, like, what the hell? I don't, what, like, you know what I, I, I asked, what color is it? Could just tell me what color it is. Like, I don't even know what color it is. I like, I don't want it too yellow, too white, you know. No chance. I can't see Carl Johnson smelling the, the top of the beer and saying, I, I think I smell a nip of grapefruit here. Is that grapefruit? Yeah, a little orange with that. Yeah. I mean, he, he, is he there some time in this? <laughs> no doubt. Oh, I, I'll tell you what. Go to the window and bet the under at McNeese State LSU. I mean, Mrs. Orgeron's going to be calling defenses tonight. That's a tremendous point. Thank you to Carl Johnson. We go from Carl down at the Beau Rivage to somebody he's going to order a craft beer. That's bad and bougie. Josh Applebaum's going to join us next. He's getting a craft beer. You know it. He's getting a craft beer with his reverse line movement, and he joins us oh, next yeah. here. His utility belt's coming out. Lombardi line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Well, BetMGM's done it. They've officially lost their minds. You see it right there. You bet $10, you're going to win 200 And here's all that has to happen. A touchdown is scored today in a college football game. You think that's going to happen? It is. Just go to BetMGM.com. If you're a new customer, you're going to win 200 bucks. I can guarantee you that. BetMGM is the app as well. VSIN100 is the code. V-S-I-N-100. It's king of sports books. Paid for and free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. MGM.com for terms and conditions. 1-800-GAMBLER. We welcome you back here as America remembers, of course, on the 20th anniversary of the attacks on America. We say hi. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. The big guy over at the Borgata, Michael Lombardi. And we bring in Josh Applebaum. We're going to get to a bunch of games here quickly. Carl Johnson, Beau Ravage, says he's not a craft brew guy. Stephanie and I were just talking in studio. You feel like the type of dude that's brewed your own beer, Josh Applebaum. Yeah. yeah, I got moonshine going in the uh, in the bathtub here, um, you know, Patrick. But uh, yeah, give me give me a magic cat number nine, yes, you know, of course. UFO. Give me one of the. Yeah, I'm good with that, Patrick. <laughs> me too. Josh, set us up. Update us on the board today. Yeah, we got so much going on right now, guys. And I think one thing you guys hit on that I think is really important today is overreaction week. So basically, we have just basically one game for each team to go off of. So today, I think there's a lot of buy low, sell high opportunities where if a team played very well, public's going to be on them because that's all they have to go off of. If a team didn't play well, if they were a favorite and didn't cover or a dog and got blown out, public wants nothing to do with them. So I think the perfect game to fit this criteria, guys, the one that really jumped out to me, excited to get Michael's take, is Iowa and Iowa State. This is a huge, you know, public perception battle. Two top 10 teams, Iowa's 1-0. They crushed Indi- uh, Indiana 34-6, to easily covered as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. On the flip side, Iowa State, high expectations this year, 1-0, ranked ninth, but they barely beat Northern Iowa 16-10. to They were a 28-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. So this game is a huge pros versus Joe's mismatch where the public is all over Iowa. You can't blame them. Iowa looked really good, you know, crushing Indiana there, whereas Iowa State barely, barely covered and won against a team that they really should have blown out here. But, Michael, what's interesting to me is that the public is saying, give me the points all day with Iowa, yet Iowa State actually opened minus three and a half, and they're now up to minus four, and I see some four and a halves out there. So uh, basically this matches one of my favorite systems overall, guys. Fade the trendy dog in a heavily bet game. If everyone's saying, give me Iowa here, why is the line moving to Iowa State? You would think if Iowa's the popular bet, the line would fall in their favor, three and a half down to three, two and a half. We'd inch more to pick them, but that's not happening. It's going further to the Cyclones here, Michael. Uh, one stat I really like that I lean on a lot in college football, when you have two ranked teams going head to head, taking the favorite has been a profitable bet here. Over the last decade, two ranked teams, the favorite, favorites are 254 and 205 ATS. 55.7%. Uh, Chris Andrews, his look ahead on this number was actually minus seven for Iowa State. So, Michael, I think the easy thing is, you know, grab Iowa on the points. They look much better week one. But why do you think this line is moving to uh, uh, Iowa State here? I'd look at the Cyclones as a really sharp contrarian favorite play. I, I like Iowa State here. I always like Iowa State where Matt Campbell's team gets to play at home. And look, you open up the season against Northern Iowa, and you know you're playing Iowa the next week. You have a hard time getting your players focused and concentrated on Northern Iowa. You can preach it all you want. You can talk about it. But you got to really, be, really, you know, it's hard to get them to focus and do that. And so I think there lies this number. I think this is really a great weekend for betters to kind of take advantage of this, this overreaction. 
one week to the other. And this is a perfect game. Speaking of perfect games, Oregon, 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 Ohio State, Thibode, uh, Kenyon, is it Thibodeau, Patrick? Yep, you nailed it. All right, he's out. It's officially he's out good, for the good game. Good job, I just Michael. Make sure, no, that I is, just want to make sure we get that one in there. But he's officially out. We know they had problems on third down last week. Oregon did. Without him in the game, it'll be even more uh, more trouble than in that area. But anyway, back to Iowa State. Look, I like Iowa State. Anytime they play at home, they'll have that field. Will be it slows the track down. They understand how to play it. This is a this is a rivalry game, right? This is one of those where it really matters. And I think Iowa State is the better team. I think Indiana was really bad last week. Couple of things here. One, great job, Michael Lombardi. Breaking news here. Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Kayvon Thibodeau, potentially the number one overall pick. Not going to be setting the edge at the horseshoe today for Oregon. He would have been the best player on the field. He is out. That's huge. C.J. Stroud got going in the second half, throwing the football against Minnesota. Without that pressure, Michael, that's huge. Thibodeau out. Good job, Michael. Secondly, Iowa, Iowa State. You can climb under the table and you're not going low enough for this under for me. I mean, this is Iowa State's defense. They returned 10 of 11 starters. It's one of the Cyclones, one of the best defensive units in all of college football. We know Iowa's going to run the football with Goodson. I, I, I love under 45 and a half. Where did it open, Josh? Yeah, so Patrick, you're getting a better number here. It looks like there was some over money. It's kind of a public play where it's like, hey, man, this total is so low. It's bound to go over. It's got to go over. So a lot of these books open around 44 and a half. You know, up to you know 45 and a half. You can find a 46 here, Patrick. That could be a play. You know, to your point with maybe an under opportunity here. It's really windy. You know, the Cyclones, obviously, you know, that's their their nickname here. But you're looking at about 10 to 12 mile an hour winds there at their home stadium. Michael always talks about that really tall grass that they like to employ as well, which kind of slows you down a little bit. So, Patrick, you're buying low on a total that's risen a bit. But, guys, I this as a contrarian-minded better, you want to be contrarian in a heavily bet game. You want to go with sharp action. To me, Iowa State is one of those real, real classic wise guy plays. Everyone taking Iowa on the points, yet lines going to the Cyclones. To me, Iowa State is really one of your top sharp plays today. The Josh and the look ahead angle is, is we've been going with the look ahead angle and also don't and look behind as better as Michael brought it up earlier. Don't overreact. Michael, he always discusses kind of keeping it in a vacuum handicap this week, not just what you saw from last week. Let's go a holy war, Utah, BYU. Where are you at on this one? Yeah, this one really jumped out to me, guys, as kind of a buy low spot on BYU. So here's another thing I look at in college football. I love taking unranked teams against ranked teams when they're a home dog and the line really hasn't moved at all. So what that means is, you know, everyone's betting Utah today. The other thing is when you're looking at the game times, it's a 10, 15 p.m. Eastern time game. You're going to have a lot of late night betting. This is going to be, again, as you get chronological throughout the day, these late 10 o'clock games tend to be super heavily bet. And really, everybody's taking Utah. You can't blame them. They crush Weber State. 40 to 17, the rank 21st. They actually didn't cover as a 29 and a half point favorite there. But then BYU 1 and 0. Also, uh, they're not ranked, but they beat Arizona 24-16. Although they didn't cover the 13 and a half. What I like about this one, Michael, it opened at Utah at uh, Utah minus seven on the road, and it really has not moved at all. So typically, when you're a big popular bet and everyone's betting Utah here, laying the points, saying they'll easily cover, they're ranked and BYU isn't. Why didn't this thing go to seven and a half or eight? It didn't move up. It stayed exactly where it's at. And even some shops, guys, I'm seeing juice liability or maybe a small move to six and a half. So all movements either been at seven or down to six and a half. It's never been up. You look at BYU as kind of a line freeze, a little bit of reverse line movement. I'm looking at taking BYU plus the points, contrarian, late night, heavily bet spot, home dog, uh, all liability in their favor. Michael, what do you think? Can BYU keep it close in this one? I really like Charlie Brewer for Utah. I think he gives them some stability at quarterback. I think the Baylor kid who transferred mm -hmm. in, and I think their defense is really good. I thought BYU was slow. I watched them play last week. I thought they were slow. Arizona had ample opportunity to move the football on them and didn't get great production from their quarterback. I think he took sacks in parts of the field. You can't take sacks in. And BYU made a couple plays against the Don Brown blitzing defense. They gave up the big touchdown. I, I, this is, as Patrick called it, the holy war. It's in BYU. There'll be a lot of Oregon fans. I'm going to go with Utah here, Josh. I'm not going to follow the line movement. I like I like Brewer. I like their defense. Here's the deal. Utah is better in all three phases. They really are. Whittingham, you know, Michael, he's done a hell of a job at Utah, and I believe they've won nine straight games in the Holy War. This is this is Utah's game here, lane seven. That's respect to BYU, in my opinion, that number, to be honest with you. Next, we got two minutes here, Josh. Let's get another one in. Next one up on the board, Texas, Arkansas. Michael thinks this number is a little short here. 
Yeah, Michael, I think a lot of people agree with you. This is a really uh, intriguing line because look at Texas, ranked 15th. Again, the theme of the day to me is overreactions and buying low on home unranked dogs versus ranked opponents. Everyone bet in Texas. They look like the better team. They're the uh, much better uh, overall with recruits and everything. Arkansas uh, beat Rice 38-17, covered the 20 in that one. But, Michael, even though you're having this heavy betting on Texas, Line open at six, got up to seven, but now we're seeing it creep down to six and a half. So it looks like when it got to seven, there was a lot of Arkansas plus seven buyback here, dropping it down a little bit. This would also be a windy under. Uh, total on this one is 58 and a half, down to 56, 56 and a half line movement there. So Michael, I know you're leaning Texas here, a little fishy, but can Arkansas give them a game? If you could get a seven, would you be intrigued by that Razorbacks play? You know, I, I just think to me, I think it's a little light. I think KJ Jefferson didn't play very well. I mean, they gave up 305 yards to the Rice Owls last week. And I think the, I think the offense for Texas kind of got themselves going in the second half against Louisiana Lafayette. I, I just think to me, it, it's one of those lines that looks too, too easy. So I would, you know, I like Texas here. But it looks too easy, and I, and I think to me, Texas should roll this. Texas should roll this game. It should be a 35-14 game if Texas is really all the way back. And I think Texas is pretty good, especially as they get that quarterback more confidence in his play. They beat a hell of a Louisiana team. I mean, that's, they did. They, they, so they did. You've got to give them credit. And Sarkeesian, they beat a hell of a team to start off uh, the Sarkeesian era. Mr. Craft Brew, tremendous job. Josh Applebaum, Market Insights, by the way, podcast, vcin.com slash podcast. We'll talk to you in the next hour, Josh. Thank you very much. Thanks, Josh. Looking forward to it, guys. Thanks. When we come back, we'll go from Applebaum to the basement. Michael Lombardi's bottom 10 coming up next here. Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. If you want to find Michael, he's M Lombardi NFL. We're at vcin live on Twitter. We come back on a Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.